0: Dear Chief, much has happened since we last spoke. Welcome to Dear Chief Podcast, where your hosts and their guests share the 411 of being married to the people who respond to 911s. Take a peek into fire family life and get unabashed advice on how to prevent forest fires in your marriage. Now, here's your host, two seasoned firewives, Audra and Chelsea. And we're back. Today, we're doing something new. We actually have Chelsea's son, Aiden, on today to talk to us about what it's like to be a child of a firefighter first responder. Hi, Aiden. Hi. Thanks for hanging with us today, bud. Yeah, no problem. Chelsea, why don't you tell us a little bit about Aiden?
1: Aiden is a total rock star in my book. I might be biased, but that's just me. Just a little probably. He is a straight-A student. I'm actually straight-A honor student, editor of this podcast, Humane Society Volunteer, Lions International Leo Club member, and most recently Rotary International's Youth Leader Award nominee. In his spare time, he enjoys photography, playing video
0: games, and hanging out with animals. Okay, well, first of all, what is your favorite animal? I need to know.
2: Honestly, I adore red pandas. They're so adorable, and because they're endangered, I want to protect them with all of my being.
0: Aww, how cute. Okay, I'm going to have to look up what a red panda is. Is it they're different so than like a... Like they, a- they're they like a... kind they kind of look like a fox in a way, oh
2: but not at the same time. You would have to just look at them.
0: They look like, I, I feel like they're
1: like the mix between a fox and a raccoon. So like they're, Honestly, they're, yeah. their bodies look like a fox, but then their tail looks like kind of like a raccoon tail.
0: Mm. How cute. Okay. Yeah. Off that topic. Um, <laughs> okay, Aiden, this one is your first question. Give us your first impression of your dad as a firefighter with Cal Fire
2: honestly if we're speaking from the standpoint of just him like in his reputation um pretty amazing i've seen him like move up the ranks over like how long have i known him like basically my entire life (laughs) um so he's just been moving up so much in the ranks and getting promoted i'm just looking at him like wow good for you <laughs> like I don't think I would be able to do that personally, but him doing that is absolutely amazing. Um, and with him working with Cal Fire, he's able to support his family and work there at the same time, which is um, absolutely amazing. Um, but that's just from my standpoint. I don't know how he sees himself though.
0: Like when he comes home from a shift, mm. what's his? personality like like how can you tell whether or not he's had a good shift or a bad shift I guess
2: honestly he gets home really late so it's very rare for me to notice but usually the next day he kind of doesn't switch from that work mode to that oh I'm back home I'm with my family now mode so he kind of thinks like we're just other co-workers and he has that like work groove still um which can be really annoying because it's just like once you get home we kind of want you to like be here with us not kind of treat us like we work with you because we don't we we don't really work with him do you think that that depends on like
1: how his shift went like do you think that he does that more or less when he has depending
2: it really does depend on like how stressful his shift is personally I don't always know like how stressful his shift could have been but it's sometimes easier to tell if it's more, um, what's the word prevalent. If, if him just like thinking that we're coworkers is more prevalent, it's usually probably because of a more stressful shift. Mm-hmm. I know that when um, it's fire season and like a really big fire is going on and he has to be taking calls and he's out there like for long periods of time, it can be really stressful. um. And with that stress, he comes home and then he doesn't really know what to do with himself.
1: I'd agree. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I think that's pretty common.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: So when he comes home from a stressful fire, does it take a while for him to kind of get back into dad mode? Sometimes, yes, it can take a little while. But most times he realizes that's
2: not okay behavior. I need to like switch up now. Um, And sometimes I correct him. I'm like, I don't work for you. (laughs) So um, I'd appreciate if you treat me like your son, not your coworker. Thank you. Um, Because sometimes it can be really bad and I just don't think that's okay behavior. But at the same time, I empathize with him because it can be a really stressful shift. And um, it's just not the time to really correct him because he needs to like get back into that family mode on his own and it's a good skill to learn anyways so I don't really want to have to spoon feed it (laughs) Um, it's not really my place either it's just mostly for my benefit if I'm correcting him
0: and how does dad feel about you correcting him
2: um I don't think Any older man likes being corrected by their teenager. I don't think
0: any parent likes being corrected by (laughs) their teenager. (laughs) No,
2: honestly, um, I don't think anybody really likes it because Mm -hmm. usually they think that they know more, which is true. But at the same time, coming from the teenager's standpoint, coming from my standpoint, um, sometimes their behavior is just a bit immature to me. So I'm just kind of like, maybe just don't do that. Just don't do that.
0: (laughs) Do you think dad treats your younger brothers differently? Because.
2: Oh, for sure. Honestly, that's what, that's an issue that I've had basically my entire life. I feel like, like with them being younger, they get a lot more attention than I do. And because he doesn't really know what to do with me because I'm not much of like a playing ball or going outside kind of person. I'm more of like indoors doing homework talking to friends and stuff person so he doesn't really know what to do with me he doesn't have anything in common with me really and the other issue is when he's at work he's not able to be here to really see what I'm doing in my spare time and with my life he's just comes home and then he goes back to work but with James and Christian it was totally different because once they were born he was able to be here and then like take care of them and stuff and then they already have things in common because they like woodworking and going outside, going on walks. So they do that pretty much all the time. But then there's just me sitting here looking from the sidelines, which is fine. Like, I don't really mind. But at the same time, it would kind of be nice
0: to have a relationship with my father.
2: <laughs> it's just it's a really weird situation.
0: Yeah, That's interesting. Do you think the that dad's job has like influenced your relationship
2: for sure um sometimes i feel like he has a better relationship with his job than his own family um that's just how i see it he doesn't really know how to interact with his family like, when he comes home, we'll be eating dinner, and then, like, me, my mom, and my brothers will be talking about, like, Marvel, for example, because we're absolute absolute Marvel fans. We'll just be talking about it and, like, giving out theories. But then dad, he won't really know what to say because he doesn't know what we're talking about because he's not here. Like, we'll be having movie nights and stuff when he's not here because we have to find something to do with ourselves. Um, and then he gets home, and he doesn't know... What anything's going on, because I think in his mind, time stops when he goes to work. And then when he gets back home, time starts up again, which isn't the case. When he's gone, we have to figure out what to do with ourselves and like have to keep our lives going because we're not just going to stop and wait for him to come back home to do stuff.
0: OK, I love that because I think that's really true. And I know that mm. that is similar in my family as well, I think it took, um, you know, my kid's dad a long time to figure out that time is uh, on a continuum and yeah. it's going to keep going regardless of whether or not they're home. Right. Yeah. So what do you guys, is there anything special you guys do to try to integrate dad back in to the family mindset when he gets home from shifts? Um,
2: personally, I don't know fully, like, I am usually in my room, because I'm just a teenager, and I like to isolate myself (laughs) from society. Um, but I can, like, hear them, like, sometimes watching a movie, or I think one of their favorite things to do is, like, play Rummy Cube. It's a board game that they like to play. Um, so that's something that they like to do, but those are just, like, little moments that you can really do, and you don't really talk about, Playing a board game at dinner is just not something you really do. So, finding things in common is still really difficult, even if you're just like watching a movie or like playing a board game. That's all that I really notice. I don't know um, if they're doing anything else. So, mom, are you guys doing anything else? Uh, to be fair, you do spend a lot of time in your room. So, I. <laughs>
0: It's such a teenager thing, I swear. It's like, uh, we're going to have to interview the little ones too and see what they say. Uh, to be fair,
1: like, you do spend a lot of time in room. um room. I don't think we really have, like, a homecoming routine Mm-mm. because, like Aiden said previously, he comes home really late at night. Like, he gets home off of his shift at, like, 11 o'clock at night on Friday. And so by the time, like he's here there's no kids up Mm. um and in the morning it's kind of like make breakfast he he does have like a routine that he does quite often of making pancakes for everyone um and so that i guess is probably the way he tries to integrate himself back into the family is like just you know make pancakes Uh, dad's home pancakes are going to be made kind of thing um but not, I mean, I think most more recently because we're like in the middle of a remodel for our house. He's been really busy with that. So, uh, that routine has kind of been off kilter a little bit. And that's probably why Aiden feels kind of like, uh, this isn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, I would say like pancakes, we'll go to the beach if he's been, you know, gone for a long time, the kids like to surf and hang out at the beach. So we'll just all go as a family and do that. Um, and just get away from everything for a day Well, there's no service at the beach that we go to. So like, nobody has their phone. There's no, like no outside stuff going on. Mm I
0: love that. Um, okay. Aiden, give us an idea of what kids, what, you know, your peers ask you, when there's a big fire going
2: on? Well, honestly, there's a lot that can be asked. I know um back when I was at a smaller school, everybody basically knew me. So they knew like my dad works for Cal Fire. So they know like if there's a fire going on, that they can ask me questions, but I really don't like it when they ask me questions. Um, one of the most common questions I usually get from my peers, or honestly, like anybody is like is your dad out in the field right now because they think everybody that works for Cal Fire is a firefighter Mm -hmm. and I always tell them no he's just working like behind the computer he's taking the calls and like telling people where to go um and then when they say that or when I say that um their response is oh so he must know like what's going on right now I'm like yeah probably I sure hope he knows what's going on because I don't know how to respond always to these questions. Cause it just takes me by surprise, even though I know like my dad works for Cal fire and like, I don't ask him about his job, like constantly, like what's going on. Is the fire going to be put out soon? Um, because I don't want to know. I don't want to know because it's just so stressful. And I already have things on my plate already. So I just can't be thinking about that at that time. So when my stu- my not my students, my student <laughs> peers ask me, like, anything about the fires or, like, what my dad's doing at the time, usually I just respond either I don't know or he's fine.
1: What's something that, um, where am I going with this? Okay, thinking back to when he was in the field, that was a couple mm-hmm. years ago, I know, um, and one of the bigger campaign fires, what Were common questions that you would get if you would say,
2: yes, he's in the field right now. Um, honestly, I can't really remember. But if if I'm thinking about, like, how I felt at that time, I probably would have said, I think he's doing okay, but I'm not quite sure. Because that fire just took everybody by surprise and because of how devastating it was and that I think that was like one of the first times dad was actually out in the field. We didn't really know what was going on because I know for a period of time we didn't even have contact with dad. He couldn't call us and we couldn't call him at all. It's so like we didn't know what was going on and we didn't know if he was safe or not. So I probably just said I'm not sure. <laughs> I know that um one of the really big questions during that fire was because there was a big cloud of smoke just like brown and then like it came like in front of the sun and like the sun just turned red um and that day was scary because we were just out like during PE and everybody saw it and they were asking me do you know what that's from and I'm like probably the fire Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're like oh i think it also happened back when i was in high school as well there was another fire and it was really bad Uh, but i always get asked like where the smoke is coming from or like is my dad there and my usual response is probably the fire and he's probably fine but i'm not sure that's usually my most common answer
0: okay um i just lost my complete train of thought sorry about that
2: Uh. i feel that honestly
0: (laughs) So, Dad's been with Cal Fire since you were how since, old? Uh, forever, <laughs> forever since oh, forever. since I met him. I think what
2: like when I was two, three, maybe four. I don't I don't fully remember. I don't keep track of time really. <laughs> I'm very bad at it. I guess I should have given like a little
1: bit of background information on on the relationship with his dad. Aiden actually yeah. is um, adopted by Cameron, and so. He didn't actually meet Cameron until I
2: until he was two,
1: right? Aiden, you were two, yeah, two. Yeah, I think. So.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you um, guys didn't get married until like two, years and we didn't later, get married right?
1: until Aiden was almost um four. almost four. So Aiden never really knew anything different, other than you know he was a toddler. And Cameron just worked for Cal Fire the whole time. Um, so, yeah,
2: that's kind of the backstory.
1: Um, and honestly, the-
2: like, be- before I knew that I was adopted by him, um, I think in my mind, he was just out at work for two years. <laughs> so I never got to really meet him in person. Um but it was really weird as I like in my mind, I created these images like he was there when I was born and stuff, but he really wasn't like, like we met him two. I met him two years later and I just thought like, oh, he was at work. <laughs> That's kind of how it was because he's at work so long. Maybe something happened when I was born and he just wasn't able to be there.
0: Like military or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense.
1: Yeah. So, so like he, Aiden doesn't know anything different. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> but okay. like most fire kids, right. They don't know any, any different. Aiden, what would you say? Well, obviously your dad's probably going to listen to this. So yeah. what would you say to him about his career? If you had a chance. Honestly,
2: his career, his career has benefits. So I would tell him, I appreciate that you're working for Cal Fire. You're helping a lot of people and you're also helping your family at the same time. But you got to realize that you have family back at home. So you got to prioritize because he doesn't really understand. Like I said in the past, he doesn't switch from those modes and he doesn't really spend enough time with us when he's home because there's always a project which is fine like we're going to be moving into a house and stuff so it's just he has to work on it and then he's also like has motorcycles that he has to fix and trucks that he has to fix but with all that he's always out in the garage he's never in the house with everybody else where everybody else is he's always doing something so he really needs to learn how to prioritize family before work.
1: I think that's a common firefighter problem.
2: I agree. (laughs) I agree.
1: We hear this a lot. Like this is like one of the number one, like complaints that I think we hear from the fire service is they don't spend enough time with us. And when they are home, they're not really home.
2: Yeah. They're Mm -hmm. in another place.
0: Would you agree with that? Audra? Mm, Sort of. It's a little different in my house, but Mm. Um, it's, I think it's different for you guys because the shifts are so different. So, because Damien is constantly home every, well, I shouldn't say constantly, most of the time he is home every, you know, every two days and then he's home for four days. So we have that big gap of time. Yeah. And see for us, like
1: during the summer it's fire season, right? So Mm -hmm. our guys can be gone forever, forever during fire season. Um, and then during the winter time, they do all their training. So, you know, when it's not fire season, he's, you know, off teaching in I own, or he's at a training course or whatever. And so there's a lot of time where he's away. So it's not like 48 on Mm -hmm. 72 off, you know, it's like, we're, we're maybe 72 hours of him being gone and him home. Then for four days maybe mm. if we're lucky yeah um and so like that's where I think our kit like if I had to explain to Aiden or my children that's why they feel like he's never here
0: yeah that makes because, a lot of sense mm-hmm.
1: and then when they are home after campaign fires and like a stressful fire season I think that they go into project mode because they just can't deal with like what they just went through and yeah. it's their way of processing stuff and so I don't think it's intentional and I, I do, I do agree that sometimes it feels like he feels like life should stop when he's not here. And I think that that's just a common thing that happens. Like they don't, they can't think about what's going on at home when they're trying to like save lives and property,
0: you know? Um, and then they don't know how to turn it off when they do get home
1: and then they don't know how to turn it off when they do get home. And, and sometimes they can't turn it off. Yeah. And so and the higher in the ranks that he moves the the more common it's going to be for him to be working from home as well. So like there's this it's
2: just
1: it, there's no good solution I don't think. <laughs> I think we just have to get into a groove and yeah.
0: Right now we're not in it. <laughs>
2: well, yeah. And it's hard we to get into a groove going. when
0: it when it's constantly changing when the schedule is constantly changing it's hard to get in a groove but I think we used to be we used mm -hmm. to be
2: in a groove but then it kind of just changed once he had like his schedule flipped around
0: Now I tell my girls this all the time I tell my kids this all the time that um, it makes you more flexible as Mm. annoying as it can be sometimes it really makes you able to Adjust a lot faster, at least in my that's my opinion is
2: no, no, I agree because honestly, I feel like if dad didn't work for Cal Fire and he didn't like have this schedule where he's not here, and then like he like sometimes he says, Oh, we're gonna be able to go do this thing, but then he gets forced on. I feel like I've acquired this skill that everybody should have, where flexibility is important. I've been able to like learn, like, okay. It's fine. He'll be back later. We'll figure it out. Um, and I'm just able to be flexible with like my times and stuff. Yeah, it can be annoying, but it's a really important skill to have nonetheless.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really great like way of looking at it. Um, it makes for a more resilient person, I think, when we have these kinds of experiences in our lives. mm and unfortunately for our teenagers right now they're they're really learning the hardcore resilience with covid and all the things that they've been through in the last year.
2: Oh, tell me um, about it.
1: <laughs> tell me so, about it. Um yeah, and I I think that that just adds adds to the the stress of our environment right now too. Um so yeah, Aiden, I think I think you're right. I think you have acquired a really good skill of being flexible and um, our kids are are extremely resilient um, and I'm I'm a lucky mom because my my kids don't give me too many problems <laughs> 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 um, you know other than a sibling rivalry that goes on so with that said I am going to move into hot seat questions oh joy I'm
2: so excited <laughs>
1: and for those of you who are just tuning in the hot seat is when we fire rapid fire questions at our guests and they answer them with the first thing that comes to mind um they're just a fun way of getting to know them a little bit better and this one's going to be fun because it's a teenager so we're going to find out a lot of things about what goes on in the teenage mind
2: oh dear (laughs) okay are you ready yep if you could live anywhere where would it be I love England. I love the architecture. I love the food. I like the culture. I like the people. So definitely England.
1: What is your favorite book to read?
2: My favorite book to read? I love The Hate You Give because it was just, it was such a mind opening book. Like, I just don't know how to really explain it in words. You would have to read it for yourself, honestly, but it just like opened my mind to like what's really going on in the world and it was so important to me to be able to read. And then I got like the other books that was released by the same author on the same topic of racism and I absolutely love the books to death. Like Did you watch the movie? I did and <gasps> Oh my gosh, that movie, <laughs> I cried. I cried mm-hmm. in that I cried during that movie. Yeah. It was it was amazing, honestly. Yeah,
0: the okay. book and the movie were amazing.
1: So, so okay, I know, like, you read The Hate You Give, and then
2: mm. right afterwards, Five Feet Apart came out. <gasps> oh, okay, 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 so, that movie, okay, I have a little bit of a pet peeve with this movie, because it wasn't exactly like the book, which is fine, which is fine, don't get me wrong, but at the same time... The movie was really good because I don't usually cry during movies, but this movie made me cry in the movie theater, by the way. (laughs) I watched it with my grandma. um, And she even thought it was a really good movie. It was, it was really amazing, honestly. And now that I'm looking at it, people complain right now during COVID that they can't be like close to each other. Like they have to be five feet apart, but those two people, we're able to do it with an actual illness, you know? Like, even though it's, like, fiction, but at the same time, it's just, like, that could be a real possibility. That's, like, a real disease. That's a real illness. So why can't we just work through it, you know? It it was just, it was a really good movie and a really good book. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. I, I wouldn't change anything, honestly. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of how I look. I, I just think I don't really need to change for anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Spoken like a true teenager. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a true teenager. And then also like, everybody should feel that way about themselves.
2: I agree. Honestly, everybody, (laughs) everybody was created differently. And if you think like you have to be like this, perfect person that's like in a vogue magazine you don't have to be because being unique is the most beautiful thing possible you don't need to look like a barbie doll you don't need to look like that person that's in that modeling magazine you can just be yourself and that's all you have to be
0: yep continue that mindset throughout your entire life please okay (laughs) i will i love it
2: what motivates you to work hard Um, definitely my friends, um, because I want to be able to do good so I can keep up to them because I do have friends that are are a lot smarter than me. Um, but I do strive to be like them and be able to be with them. So in order to keep that up, I need to be able to work hard and get opportunities that will keep me with them, um, as well as my friends that aren't as, um, smart and beneficial as me. I want to be able to help them. So it's mostly just my friends.
1: <laughs> I'm going to ask this because I think it's hilarious because <laughs> it's in the script, Audra.
2: <laughs> oh dear.
1: <laughs> What's
2: your favorite thing about your career? Oh, okay. Well, well, a teenager works. <laughs> okay. Well, I do have like a semi-career. Like I have multiple actually, if I'm really thinking about it. Um, I currently volunteer at my local Humane Society. Um, and I know the manager very well. She's amazing. I absolutely adore her. Um, and I'm volunteering there. But soon I'll be able to, like, get a full-time job there. And will be able to, like, work there and get paid, which I'm very excited about. Because I absolutely adore working with all the animals there. Um, another career that I'm in right now is, like, I second shoot for my mom. Uh, so, like, if she's on a wedding or she's, like, going on a couple shoot uh, yesterday... We went to San Francisco and we did a photo shoot, which was absolute blast. I had a great time going there. Um, But I do that, I've been doing that for a while now. I can't, I think I started like in middle school, um, seventh or eighth grade, I think. So it's been a few years now and I've just been learning a lot and I've been really thinking like maybe make that as a actual career for myself in the long run. But I'm still having to figure that out because I'm a teenager. So I don't really know what I want to do
0: yet. (laughs)
2: Um, And then another career, honestly, my high school career, I feel really confident about it. COVID kind of put a monkey wrench into my gears. So it was a bit difficult at the start. But I've gotten into the groove of like, do your homework, ask questions if needed, and then turn the stuff in Um, as we speak. I am currently staring at my final essay that I have to do for my history class and I am disappointed in it. So I'm probably going to redo it later. (laughs) Um, But that's just kind of how high school works. You do something and you might contradict yourself in it or you just might think, oh, this isn't right. This isn't what I was looking for. Just redo it. Um, But honestly, I'm confident in all my different careers right now.
0: I love it. And it is a career right now. Yeah. Is. Yeah. 100%. That's the only job you should be focusing on at this time. Yeah. Okay. Is getting through high school and just getting through life right now because you'll have to worry about bigger things later on. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Um, this has been very cool to talk to you um yeah no problem honestly
2: i had a blast i've been i've been wanting to do this for a while now so like this was really fun
0: yes and we're gonna do the same thing to my oldest daughter um so we'll have like a two-parter series on this so that should be fun Chelsea, chelsea can ask her all the hot questions um if you like this episode and you want to continue hearing from us, consider leaving us a review on iTunes. You can also find us on BuzzSprout, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and of course at Dearchiefs.com. Aiden, again, thank you for hanging out with us today. This was really cool. I hope uh, we'll bring you back on. Um... for
2: sure. I sure hope I'm gonna come back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, your mom kind of is, you know, part of the show. So yeah, we'll definitely have maybe. I will talk to the your brothers y'all. too.
2: I'm here in the background. I'm just editing. I'm here.
0: (laughs) Right. If you guys didn't know, Aiden is our editor and he's uh, amazing. So he's the one that puts these podcasts together. So we owe you a huge debt of gratitude. Thank you, bud. You're welcome. And we're out. This is Chelsea and Audra. See you guys next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tune in weekly for the 25,000-foot view of Loving a First Responder. Audra and Chelsea, over and out.